So during the season of Advent, we have now Gaudete Sunday, rejoice in the good news. And really, we see a lot of the reason through this from the gospel today. And we talk about John the Baptist. John the Baptist is really Advent personified. In Advent, we prepare the way for the Lord in our hearts. And John literally prepared the way in the hearts of the people when Christ was living there in Jerusalem and outside in the Holy Land there. And he really just changed the entire understanding of what it meant to be a Jew at that time. Because they've been waiting for the Messiah for such a long time, for thousands of years. And this is just an unbelievable understanding of, of what it means to be the chosen one. This question that is asked to John the Baptist, asked by John the Baptist, sorry, are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Right? The small understanding that we can put on a, a little scale is like, I was born in 91. I've never seen the Bears win a Super Bowl. But think of the anticipation of, you know, is Mitch Trubisky going to be the one? I don't think so. But later, down the line, they're going to ask, is this guy the one? Is he going to bring us back to former glory? You can get that on a little bit. But this has been like 30 years. For the Jews, they've been waiting for the Messiah for thousands of years. They've been waiting when they were slaves. They've been waiting when they didn't have a home. They've been they were waiting when David grew them to be one of the most powerful kingdoms at that time. They were waiting when that kingdom fell apart and they were captives of strange lands. So not only is it like, oh man, am I waiting? But my grandfather's grandfather's grandfather was waiting in the anticipation of this question that they go to see Jesus. Are you the one? And what is the one? What answer are we looking for? And Christ gives this list. Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight. The lame now walk. The lepers are cleansed. The dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. These were the things that Jesus did in his time. When he would go to a town, this is what happened. But as we see here in the last line, the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. That is what we celebrate on this third Sunday of Advent. That the good news is here. It is time to rejoice. So what is this good news that we proclaim. What is the reason for the Messiah? This understanding that each of us have a longing, our only true desire in life is to have a relationship with Christ. And the fact is that through original sin, this infinite chasm shattered that relationship. And the Messiah came to restore that relationship, to forgive our sins. That each of us have small aspects, sometimes big things that bring us down. And Christ says, I don't care. I forgive you. So we are the poor who hear the good news that Christ came. He became man. He died for us and gave us the opportunity through the sacraments in the church to maintain a relationship with him year in and year out. 
When we fall, He picks us back up. So if the forgiveness of sins is the good news, and we are the poor who hear this good news, let's go back through this list and look at through it that lens. The blind regain their sight. Yes, Christ healed the blind. But true blindness is when we can't even recognize that which tears us down, that which destroys our life, which empties every gift and grace and strength that God wants to give us. That's true blindness. And that's the blindness that Christ wants to eliminate in your life. The lame walk. That sin cripples us. You were created with such beautiful dignity. You were created for so much more. And these things in the world, we can't even walk. And yes, Christ healed the lame. He truly gave the gift of movement to human beings. But he wants to do the same in our hearts. The lepers are cleansed. Imagine a loved one who was sick and they wouldn't go to the doctor and you see them suffer and you see them in pain and you're like, what are you doing? You have the ability to be healed. Why don't you go to the doctor? To know that our souls are sick when we sin our Lord is there saying I am the divine healer at no cost at nothing of expense to you I want to heal you I want to restore that relationship that I created you to have and he gives us this ability to be healed and brothers and sisters he's just inviting us to no longer go through life filled with the leprosy of sin, but to be healed through that loving and merciful sacrament that he gives us in reconciliation. The dead are raised. Without Christ, life is death. We fear death. It's something that we all have to come to terms with. It's a difficult thing, but I see brothers and sisters as I go through life, I'm only 28, I'm young, I don't have that much experience, but I see people who live, they walk, and they are dead. And it's so sad that the joy of the good news, that Christ has restored this relationship, and that each of us have an opportunity to live in a new way, to live in a more fulfilled way, to live with Christ as the center, to live as Christ intended for us, to participate in the sacraments, to allow our families, our marriages, our friendships to continue to change, to continue to grow, to remove the death and to be restored, to be resurrected and to be lived eternally. That's what Christ offers us. And that's the good news for us who are poor. So brothers and sisters, wherever you are in your life right now, whatever's going on in your spiritual journey, respond to the invitation. 
We only have 10 days left until Christmas. So maybe this is a special season for you where you've really encountered the love of Christ in a new way and come to recognize the relationship he's calling you, the type of life he's asking you to live. Or maybe it's just been another couple of weeks and we're tired and we're exhausted and we're worn down from just white-knuckling it. And for you, Christ is offering you the opportunity to rejoice, to take advantage of these few short days, to go to the sacrament of confession, to be healed. Yesterday, I was up at St. Thomas More with Father Browning and we had First Communion. I never heard little second graders hear their first reconciliation. It was beautiful. They examined their conscience better than I do most of the time. They were going through everything, just totally unabashed. Yeah, I hit my sister so hard. And then I went and I didn't clean my room and like they just laid it all out there unabashedly. It was like, all right, Christ can work with this. He can heal this. And then Father Browning, he really challenged them to have their parents go. And it was like time in again and again, 15 years, 15 years, 20 years. People were crying. I was tearing up. I'm like, this is incredible. This is what Christ is talking about. To be freed, to no longer be suffering from our sicknesses and to really, in a, a whole new way, appreciate the nativity of our Lord in 10 short days. So no matter where you've been these last couple weeks, recognize we have 10 days of this season to take advantage of what the church offers us, to take advantage of the sacrament of confession, to be healed, to be saved by Christ so that when he comes on Christmas morning, we will rejoice and we'll be ready for Christ is coming. So let's giddy up and take advantage of all the sacraments and gifts and grace that he wants us to receive in our hearts.